you that we can in Jesus' name. Amen. Recorded live. Oh, praise the Lord, saints. Congratulations to you. This is 2017, a brand new year with a brand new start. Listen, this is your Apostle Keith Brooks, and we bless you in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. Hey, we have our own Bishop Quentin Jordan that's on the line this morning. Bishop, are you ready? Actually, it's Pastor Aminia. Bishop was Pastor Aminia. Okay, yes. my bad. Forgive me there. Come on, Pastor. Do what only God would allow you to do. God bless you. Thank you, sir. Good morning, men and women of God, and Happy New Year to you all. I pray that coming into this new year that it was a glorious time in God and revelation of what he has done for you over the past year and realizing that this year is going to be a greater year than even last year was. You know, I'm standing on in Ephesians 3 and 20, now unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that worketh in us. I'm standing on that anointing for this year for each and every child of God, because if you can believe it, if you can see it, if you can think it, God can do it as it lines up with his word. And I'm believing in him for that, for you, for us this year, because we are going to be busy doing our Father's business. Let's go before the throne of God. Heavenly Father, we just thank you and we praise you for your grace and your mercy. We thank you for your love, Lord Jesus. We thank you for another new year, Lord Jesus, that we may be able to do your work and do your will, God, that we may be able to draw souls unto you, God. We thank you, Lord Jesus, because many of us on this line are shepherds, but when it comes to you, God, we can step into the sheep role because we have to keep one another encouraged. We have to keep one another in line. We have to keep one another accountable, God. So we thank you and we praise you for the ability to be our brother and sister's keeper, God, because we are one body and we stand together as one. We grow in your grace and in your mercy and in your love for one another, Lord Jesus. Have your willing your way with me this morning, God, as your willing vessel, Lord Jesus. Speak, Holy Spirit, through me that I might give you the glory in all that I say. Let each and every ear on this line Hear your voice through me. Move Romania out of the way, God. And you bring the Holy Spirit forth in me to speak words of wisdom and understanding and love to your people that it may encourage them to grow even closer to you. We love you. We exalt you. We extol you, God. In Jesus' precious and holy name we pray. Amen. Uh, I'm going to um, talk on childlike faith. And if I was going to title this, it would be called, Oh, So You Grown Now. I don't know if you guys had that mama, but I know my mama would always say when I got to a certain point, <laughs> and I would be a certain way, oh, so you grown? And that's how we come into things sometimes in the kingdom of God. You know, I'm a, I got two hands, I could do it myself type of chick, but sometimes that is not what we need to be well no time. That is how we need to come to God. So I want to talk a little bit about childlike faith. And I'm coming out of Matthew 18, verses 2 through 4, out of the King James Version, and it reads, 
And Jesus called the little child unto them and set him in the midst of them and said, Verily I say unto you, Except ye be converted and become as little children, ye shall not enter into the kingdom of heaven. Whosoever therefore shall humble himself as this little child, the same is greatest in the kingdom of heaven. So we're talking childlike faith. What is childlike faith, you might say? Childlike faith refers not to a tendency to believe any and everything we're told, but rather to an open readiness of mind, free from prejudice and preconceived idea. As a child, you don't really know how things happen to come about. As a child, you really don't care how things happen to come about. You just know that they do. And most of them do because your mom or your dad has taken care of it, or your mom and dad has taken care of it. And that's how God desires for us to be as his children. As the message version of Proverbs 3, 5 says, trust God from the bottom of your heart. Don't try to figure out everything on your own. My side is in that, don't try to figure out anything on your own. I need to hear it that way because if you give me leeway to think of some things on my own, I'm going to eventually spill over and put my hands in it and mess it with it. Never once have you read in your Bible or seen where it refers to us as God's adults or the adults of God. And no, he's not wanting us to be a bunch of immature people following him as puppets. Actually, as an adult in this earthly body, in this world, it takes a great bit of maturity to walk in childlike faith because you have to put your common sense, logical mind aside and step out on things that don't always make sense. For example, in the world we're taught to save as a means of achieving full financial stability. In God, we are instructed to save, but we're also realizing that we achieve our financial prosperity and whatever we're seeking from him through our giving. You don't believe me? Read Malachi 3, 10 through 12, or Luke 6, 38. And those are only two of the many scriptures that speak on the benefits of giving. You know, Sunday, we were at the gas station, and while Bishop was pumping the gas, I was listening to a minister teaching on our authority here in earth. He spoke on the fact that many of us don't receive what is rightfully ours because we don't make our petitions known. He said, in many cases, we feel because God knows we have need of things, we just assume that he'll do it, and we never have to say a word. And right after he said that, I heard my spirit say, you have not because you, have, because you ask not. And it gave me a whole new perspective on the phrase, a closed mouth, don't get fed. Philippians 4, 6 says, be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your request be made known unto God. The definition of request is to ask politely or formally for something. So again, you have not because you ask not. But even deeper still, what's the point of asking if you don't have faith that your request will be granted? You know, I heard another minister say not long ago that the children of wealthy people don't fret and worry about most things that they have going on because they have the confidence that their dad will fix whatever the situation is. And when you think about that, how much more should we as the children of God rest in the confidence of our dad fixing things going on with us? 
because he is in control of all things. Think about it. For Bill Gates' children, they can have confidence that their dad can fix anything, that his money can contribute to fixing. But we all know there are some things that wealth cannot fix. Money can buy you treatment for illness, but it can't necessarily cure you. Our father specializes in healing. Money can buy you a good defense attorney, but it can't guarantee a legal victory. Our father has never lost a case. Matthew 6.26 says, Behold, the fowls of the air, for they sow not, neither do they reap, nor gather into barns, yet your heavenly father feedeth them. Are you not much better than they? 28-30 says, Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They toil not, neither do they spin. And yet I say unto you that even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. Wherefore, if God so clothed the grass of the field, which is today and tomorrow is cast into the oven, shall he not much more clothe you, O ye of little faith? And it continues on in 31 to 33, saying, Therefore take no thought, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or or wherewithal shall we be clothed? For after these things do the Gentiles seek. For your heavenly Father knows that ye have need of all these things. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Childlike faith. All of us as parents remember what it's like or was like to have a child that had that. What do you mean we don't have money? You still have checks mentality. The word tells us in Matthew seven eleven that if we being evil know how to give good gifts unto our children, how much more shall our Father which is in heaven give good things unto, unto him? We have not because we ask not. I'm going to give you a little testimony. Some of you may not grasp this, but somebody's heart needs to hear this. 2016 was an amazing year for me. For those of you who don't know, we are a blended family. My four were all grown and basically gone before Bishop and I met. I say basically because my youngest was in college and moved into his own place two months after we met. But Bishop had custody of the party of five, which is what I called them when we first got together. And they were all still in the house. So every trip Bishop and I had taken or have taken up until 2016, at least three of our children were with us because we still have the three youngest boys in the house. Well, in 2016, I asked God for some alone time with my husband. And don't misunderstand me, I love all five of my new babies. But I was single for seven years. Three of my last four, my youngest was at college most of the year. And then from August of 2011 to November of 2012, I lived alone. So after four years of family travel, I started believing God for some time alone with my husband. And, yes, I did ask for a time the first three years, but I believed more in the other parent's decision not to honor her visitation times, more than I believed that God would grant me what I was asking for. And I also allowed the enemy to convince me that I was being selfish. Well, you knew he had five kids when you met him. You knew he had five kids when you married him. So it's kind of selfish of you to want time by yourself with him. But something changed in my spirit in 2016. First, in February, 
we had a three-day weekend seminar in Columbus. And though I was believing God for it, I still booked us somewhere that the boys could be with us if necessary. But my father said, granted, and he allowed us that. Next was a six-day trip to Vegas for the ORP ministry gathering. I booked for the two of us, and again, God said, granted. Then I got another five days for the Southwest Believers Convention in, in Texas. And keep in mind, Bishop and I drove to all these places, so we had some serious one-on-one time. If you ain't never drove across country with your mate, you need to do that because it will, it's amazing, and you will find out a lot about your relationship in that because it ain't just for anybody to do. This will solidify your time together because it's you and him or you and her in a car for two days alone. You got to entertain each other. There's only so much you can do with the radio. There's only so much you can do listening to tapes. There's only so much you can do sightseeing. So I I tell everybody, you need to try because it will strengthen your marriage. But anyway, moving on, I requested Labor Day weekend, and he granted me that. And I had Bishop all to myself for the fireworks. My father even gave me four days alone for Thanksgiving and the full week of Christmas. I asked for time alone with my husband, but I also believed that my father would give it to me because I know all things are possible to those that believe. And some of you, as I said, everybody wasn't going to get that testimony. But somebody's heart needed to hear that, needed to know there comes a time that we have to, the word tells us that man is to leave his father and mother and cleave to his wife. So, so much more when you even have kids because so many times we spend our time focusing around our children that we forget that we have to still know each other because at some point in time our children are going off somewhere. And when they go off, any of you who have grown children already know, they ain't thinking about you. They want you there when they want you there, but when they're doing them, they ain't thinking about you. So somebody's heart needed to know it's okay for you to ask even for things like that. It's okay for you to ask for time for your mate, for just the two of you to stay connected to one another. You know, this last week alone, me and Bishop here in the house, was powerful. We spent a lot of time in prayer. We spent a lot of time in reading. We spent a lot of time in listening to the word of God. And you need that because you've got to stay connected to your father in the midst of that. I love how Bishop always talks about how as we grow closer to God, that draws us closer to each other. So that's why I shared that testimony with you. Like I said, some people are not going to get the importance of that. But if one heart understands that seed and allows it to grow in them and it strengthens their relationship, because as you start having issues in your relationship with your mate, you start feeling some kind of way toward God. Let's be real. So so we stay connected. You need that alone time with him. And as his children, we can ask for those things. We can ask for anything that lines up with his word. We can ask for anything that helps us stay connected and drawn closer to him. Because that's childlike faith. We all have that child that clings to us all the time. You know, in my first stance, it was my youngest. 
cranky. I don't know what it is about my youngest boys. In this life, in this relationship, it's my days. David's always on me. He's always kissing on me. He's always hugging on me. And though he's 14, he still has that, what do you mean we ain't got money, you got checks mentality. Because if he wants it or needs it, he ain't worrying about how dad and Mimi going to get it. And how much more shall we be that with our Heavenly Father who owns all things? And again, he says, you have not because you ask not. And you need to get the gist of that and begin to ask, not for stupid, frivolous things, but you can have some fun things that you like, too, because God will bless you with those things. He's a good, good father, and he wants us to have the desires of our heart as we delight ourselves in, in him. And I'm going to leave that with you today. So, yes, you are grown in body. But to please God, you must be childlike in spirit. You must be able to trust and believe him for all things. There's a reason the word says, in all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy path. All thy ways. He wants to direct your path in all things, and he wants to give you the desires of your heart. Father God, I just thank you, Lord Jesus, for each and every person under the sound of my voice, and that special one, God, that needed to hear my testimony, God. Let their hearts receive your word, God, through me to know that all things are possible to you as we believe and that you can do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power, the faith, the work is in God. Help the faith be strong in this new year, Lord Jesus, as never before, let them put their petitions out to you and trust you for the things that they know only you can do, that we know only you can do. We love you, Father. We ask you to have your way with us this day as we go forth to our many different destinations, that we may be a light and a blessing unto someone that we come in contact with, that they may see you and hear you through us in all that we do. At all times, we love the fifth suit. They get never in Jesus' name. Well, praise the Lord, saying this our pastor, Pastor Romino Jordan. Listen, the love that is the word of God. Hey, so you think you've grown now, but listen, we still need that childlike faith. And I believe 2017 is going to be the year that things will be revealed because of faith. We must have faith. We don't have work. We have works. We've got to have faith. Hey, listen, this is your Apostle Keith Brooks. And uh, I want you to know I believe in you because Jesus is believing in you. And I know whatever you're going to pray and ask God for, God will solidify it. Hey, listen, till Thursday morning, tell a neighbor friend, let's get on the prayer line. Let's press our way. And hey, happy belated birthday, Pastor. Love you. May God keep Thank adding continuously to your life. Hey, love you. God bless you. Talk with you all Thursday morning, God's willing. Have a blessed day.